Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. Spartans! What is your profession? And welcome once again to You Have Offended This Podcast. We watch martial arts movies. My name is Mike McCarran. With me, as always, is the man who had to stick five steroid needles in his chest just to get out of bed this morning, Chad Lindsay. How you doing, man? Hey. How's it going, brother? (laughs) It's going good, brother. (laughs) I enjoyed this one. I enjoyed this one. Not as much as some of the other ones, but I did enjoy it. Yeah, I... uh... I, I typically feel the same way about a movie, like from the first time I see it to like, if I get to 50 or a hundred viewings of a movie, I usually feel exactly the same way. So on my rewatch felt the exact same way as the first time I saw it, which would have been, you know, back in the early to mid two thousands. Yep. Yeah. Same. This was a 2003 movie. And I think I saw it when it came out, if I remember correctly, because I remember being excited that Muay Thai was in a movie and thinking like, oh, this is going to be dope. And the, the trailer was fucking cool if i remember right they did the trailer really yeah like well you know here in canada we have like the movie network and i remember watching you know the movie network and seeing spots for it and i was like holy jesus christ i have to watch this and that's what amped me up so whatever year that was 2004 maybe 2004 maybe 2005 at the latest but yeah that's that's the first time i saw it and you know in a lot of ways this was like absolutely fantastic and a lot of other ways i i felt like the film fell a bit short yeah yeah same there was there was a lot of things in it where there was some some really good moments of holy crap but then there was a lot of other moments where you kind of think like oh that could have probably been a little better just as from a critical point of view you know what i mean like having seen a billion and a half martial arts movies it kind of falls a little bit in some places but there's enough holy shit moments that it i think it holds up pretty well oh yeah there's there's quite a few holy shits. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so this is a a budget of one point one million, really low budget. Uh, box office it came in at uh, twenty point one million, I believe, worldwide gross, which is why there's two more. Nice. I I think they actually filmed two and three simultaneous, if I remember that correctly. But they broke them up into two different movies and, and released them that way. There was some kerfuffle over there with the production company and stuff. But uh, I don't even think I ever saw two and three, if I remember right. We'll have to go back and do those yeah, at some I, point. The two and three, it's it's completely different, and it takes place in a different time period. It's a flashback, right? Yeah, it's yeah. A fl- well, like a flashback to his ancestors, like like a prequel kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. It's made me laugh. There's a bunch of different titles for the movie depending on where you're watching it in the world, and because Tony Jaa kind of exploded onto the scene with the martial arts movies with this movie uh, in India, this movie is actually called enter the new dragon. <laughs> no, <laughs> really? Was, yeah, for real. <laughs> and this My cracked God. me up in, in Japan. <laughs> it's called, I have to back up for the microphone cause it's called <laughs> legit. It's it's called, but it's like, it's the title of the movie has, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight exclamation points after Maha. 
which is really? so perfectly Japanese. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's so good. Well, if they were if they were ever doing a sackful only release, and I was the one that got to name it, I would I would simply call it Tony Jaw and his motherfucking knees. That's what I would call this movie because that's it's so good. It's so good. That's Tony what I would Jaw. call it. Tony Jaw and his motherfucking knees. Yeah. That dude throws he down. Has some incredible. Oh my god! I know it's just like oh man, like. The dude is so solid in this film, like so good. And every time he doesn't knee, like I feel it. (laughs) It's, it's really good. It's very kinetic. And, uh, and I, I I love that. And that's one of the things that I think at this point in my life, when I first had seen it, you had said excited to see um, Muay Thai uh, mixed into it because I hadn't seen a lot of Muay Thai films I've seen a lot of films that kind of put some Muay Thai in it. And even Kickboxer was supposed to be Muay Thai. But I mean, that was, that just, you know, wasn't, (laughs) wasn't real Muay Thai. (laughs) Not really. No, (laughs) no, that had, was that, was that where uh, Paco, was that right? Throwing his kicks and when they went back and forth, kicking each other in the ribs. Bloodsport. That's right. That's what I was thinking. Bloodsport. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, Kickboxer when, you know, Van Damme. Van Damme's out in the fucking jungle hitting the bass root and training system where he's got the pointer stick there, you know, just pointing to the different pads to hit. I should remember that we did kickboxer on the friggin' podcast. I should know that. Um, yeah, so this was sort of build up as Tony Jaa, uh, not, uh, not realizing that the wire foo of the Hong Kong movies actually used wires. So he tried to do all that shit for real. Yeah, the funny thing is, like, <laughs> jump around. Yeah, it was like it was, it was like in this movie, it was like everything was planned out with wires, and on the day of the shoot, the fucking wire truck didn't show up, and Tony Job was like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it anyway." Because <laughs> we're doing it live. This, yeah, we're doing live, baby. This is happening. <laughs> hey, man, this is happening. <laughs> Just give Tony Job a bunch of coke and let's roll the film, baby. Let's go. Yeah. It is crazy. They just lined his shit up and let him run because, oh, yeah. my God. By the time we get to the point where the guy injects his heart with five steroid needles, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that everybody on set did that before every take. It was unbelievable. But, yeah, we'll get, we'll get into the uh, nitties and the gritties, as it were, because uh, some of this stuff is absolutely fantastic. And I just found myself a few times just like, waiting for waiting for the next fight that's that's my biggest criticism with this film is you know when it's awesome it's awesome and when it's not it's it's not and you're just like okay well when's he gonna whoop some more ass you know yeah pretty much so before we get into the movie please remember to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're on follow us on our social media and whatnot instagram twitter facebook we have our facebook page leave your comments Leave your criticisms, leave your suggestions on what movies you want to see us do. This movie actually is the first one where we actually got suggestions uh, for this movie. So I got to give three people a quick little shout out here. My wife's cousin, Dave, (laughs) Dave Rutherford in uh, Red Deer, Alberta. What's up, Dave? From Red Stag Barbershop. That's out there in uh, Gasoline Alley in Red Deer. So thanks for this. Also, Drew Weatherhead, also very close there in uh, Black Falls. He runs Central Alberta, uh, British, uh, British, Central Alberta, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He also runs the Because Jitsu meme page on Instagram. If you don't follow that, you should because it's hysterical. And uh, his own Drew Weatherhead 
page is really, really good. He gives out a technique a day. It's really great. So follow him if you get a chance to. And lastly is a 10 time world Muay Thai champ. John Wayne Parr suggested this movie, one of his favorite movies. Uh, he's actually fighting for one championship now. So we want to wish him good luck in his upcoming debut fight for one championship against Nikki Holtzkin. So go John Wayne Parr. And thanks for the suggestion, dude. Yes. Thank you. All three of you. So section number one of Ong Bak Muay Thai warrior. We have the opening tree capture the flag scene. Uh, we then have Don stealing the Ong Bak head. Uh, Ting leaves to go to Bangkok to get it back. He meets George slash Homley and gets pulled into fighting in a Khaosan Road fight club where we meet Kom Tuan, the voice box villain. So we get this opening scene here where you get this kind of pullback shot of this big ass tree and then all these dudes covered in mud and they have this fucking insane game of capture the flag from the top of the tree yeah where dudes are just yes. flying out of this fucking tree <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i didn't know what the shit i was watching when i saw this again i forgot about this scene it's like holy shit balls these dudes are falling from this tree <laughs> What is it with Muay Thai films and trees? Because if they're not climbing a tree, they're kicking the shit out of it. (laughs) Thai people hate trees. They hate wildlife, specifically trees and nature. They do not like it. They would like it to go away. I think that's the only tree in their mud-caked village. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Show a little to one tree we have. I don't know if... I was trying to look because I watched this movie twice and this particular scene, I think I watched three times because I wanted to look and see if I could tell if there were like mats buried in the dirt where these dudes were landing on, man, if there were mats buried, they were thin. (laughs) I couldn't tell. (laughs) Well, the ground changed a few times because I was watching for that too, to see if they had mats buried and like the texture of the earth that's being used uh, changes a few times, which I honestly don't give a shit about. I don't even shitting on the movie because you know, that's just, you have to do that. You were doing, yeah. I'm just like looking to see if there were mats and there's a couple of times where buddy hits and you're like, oh, okay, there was a mat there. But there's other times where I think a guy just fell the fuck out of the tree and hit the ground. And they, <laughs> and they just happened to be rolling. Because I was just like, oh, Jesus. I do not think there was a mat there. I do not think that this was a planned fall. I think that somebody no. really got hurt. And they left it in. <laughs> I think so, I too. Because like, there's Whoa. a couple of times. Somebody will fall. Like, they'll be scrapping up in this tree like a couple of pumas or some shit. And like a dude will fall and he'll smash off of a branch and then fall to the ground, like a big thick ass branch. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Fracture his ribs yeah. and shit. <laughs> That's one of the things that, you know, and I'm not, not being a, a masochist or anything, but there were several times in this film where I was like, oh, that guy, that guy did not go to work the next day. Like he was, <laughs> he was in some sort of hospice or some something because. <laughs> <laughs> some wrap type of cast sort of thing, plaster of some type. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. There was some falls coming out of that tree. So Ting ends up obviously winning. Ting being Tony Jaw, the main character, he wins this this festival thing or this capture the flag thing. They had the uh, the Ong Bak festival here with Ong Bak being the I guess deity of the village, and he's personified in this statue of obviously Ong Bak. So we then get this cut to Ting practicing his Muay Thai with his uncle. And he's going through all these moves, very sort of staid 
posed moves and he's calling out the names as he does it. Kind of cool. Uncle seems like a cool guy. And uh, <laughs> the kid, this kind of this kind of cracked me up when the monk came up who taught him Muay Thai. And the monk says, I taught you Muay Thai that now you must never use it. And he spends literally the rest of the movie fucking everybody up with my time for the entirety of the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> his uncle's like, yeah. he wants, you know, he learned way time. He just lost control and killed a guy in his first fight. So now he doesn't want you to use it at all. That immediately goes out the window. Okay? And he kills everybody. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> there is, there is no moment where he is not using his way time. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, it's great. <laughs> so we see then uh, after they show this little scene here where Uncle and, and uh, Ting start to kind of mess around with their Muay Thai. But then we get Uncle going to the temple to see Ong Bak. And we get a very, <laughs> a very maybe they could have done one more take of, of Don hitting Uncle with the uh, with the two by four, which is thump. And then yeah. he just falls. <laughs> <laughs> Could have done one more take of that. I think it wasn't the best take, but whatever. Don hits uncle with the two well, by four and go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, that's one of the things like that we talked about in our last episode, we talked about the raid and we're like, oh yeah, this five minute fight scene, they took eight days to shoot it. And we were just talking <laughs> yes. about how, how crisp it was. And, you know, it's going to sound like I'm shitting on this movie, but they there was I think they shot the entire movie in eight days. Yes. In yeah. some aspects, because there's a lot of like little gaffes and goofs and, you know, little mishaps where the extras don't quite sell or there's punches that don't quite connect. But they yes. ended up in the film anyway. And, yeah. you know, I'm just I'm just just speaking practically. I mean, this is a low budget film, so. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not shitting on it and it, I'm not shitting on it directly. I'm just, there's, there's, there's a few things like you said that they, wow, well, they could have used another take on that. Yeah. I mean, practically like, like you said, it's low budget. So I don't expect a hell of a lot from it. I expect yeah. like we initially said, when we talked about like, I don't really take criticism of martial arts movies super seriously from people who go and critique sort of, you know, quote unquote real movies. Cause all I need is an excuse to go from fight to fight. That's all I really need. And as long as it sells, I'm good. And this movie does that, but like you said, you do have to point out where it kind of falls short a little bit here and there. And that's that two by four hit is, is one of them. There's a few more coming up, but this movie makes up for it in, in yeah, some other areas. Yeah. Oh, it makes up for it because, you know, like those guys that fell out of the tree, like, yeah. oh my God, that looks so realistic. Yeah. 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 They killed seven Thai villagers. That yeah. That guy can't wipe his own ass now, but I'm glad you enjoyed his fall out of the tree. Hey, and thank you for listening to this teaser episode of the podcast. Full episodes can be found at patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. We do at least four episodes a month. Everyone gets one free. The other three are like this one, a teaser with the full show available with a subscription. Now there's five levels of subscription to choose from to suit any budget with the lowest being just five bucks per month. That's less than a rabbit harness leech thing on Amazon. I mean, what are you going to do with that? It's nice. I mean, don't get me, don't get me wrong, but think about it. You can walk your rabbit safely, or you can get over six hours of original entertainment to make your workout or commute or life better. Plus access to all the past seasons, each season being 21 episodes. Patrons also get to be a part of the dojo crew. You become a producer of the show. And the best part is you don't have to do any of the hours of work it takes to create an awesome show every week. You just reap the benefits. It's awesome. 
So head on over to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast and become a patron. You'll have our eternal gratitude and the satisfaction of literally being a producer of the media you find most appealing. Thank you so much. We'll see you inside the dojo.